All right, I got a perfect song. All right, I just have to look it up. All right, here we go. Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Repeater, the the podcast where we talk to amazing people about their favorite songs. My name is Evan Barden, and uh, through my screen with me is Pat Cartelli. What's up, Pat? Oh, not much. Just sitting here on the other end of a different screen. Yeah, it's it, there's only two sides of the internet, and I'm on one side, and you're on the other. We got it covered. <laughs> yeah, I think it just works like a window. Um, with <laughs> us today, could not be happier to have this dude on the show. Uh, please welcome Gerard Milligan. Gerard, oh, what's up? Man. Thanks for having me. What's up, man? Like I this this is great because you guys made me just pick my classic <laughs> karaoke song. So this is this is my go-to. When we get there, this is my go-to oh, karaoke awesome. song. <laughs> that is a good preview. That is a good that is a great preview. Um okay, so I don't want to delay because we're gonna get there sooner rather than later. Um how we kick off every show is we talk about something we've been listening to recently, something that we're digging. Uh Pat. What do you have for us? So the last time we recorded, uh, this album had not come out yet. I was very excited by the singles, um, but The Armed just released their album, Ultra Pop. Uh, I really like it. It's a lot of fun. It's real weird. It's not what I expected. Um, Really enjoyable, though. Uh, So I'm going to shout out the song Big Shell. Don't really know how to describe it. It's a wild ride. If If you're in for something new... And uh, maybe intense. Say go for that. Intense, kind of heavy music, nice. heavy rock, yeah, ish, ish world. Yeah. They're cool. like, what if we took pop and made it ultra, and that's what this sounds like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We were talking about that on uh, an episode with Amir Khan, right? We were talking about the Armed. Yes. So uh, if you're into, if you do like the Armed, if you if you find yourself digging that recommendation, definitely go check out that episode with Amir because we get into that kind of stuff a lot, and it's a lot of fun. Um, this week I was listening to something a little different. I was listening to uh, this song by Kota the Friend, K O T A Kota the Friend, called Two Hundred Dollars. Uh, it's off of I guess his latest album, which is called Lyrics to Go, Volume Two. Uh, he's a rapper from Brooklyn. He's pretty cool, pretty laid back. There's like a lot of like piano intros to his songs and he'll like rap over a lot of just sort of piano loops and things like that. And uh, I don't know this song. There's something about this song where he's just like talking about how he wants like he kind of w- wants to chill. <laughs> I think like get a house <laughs> in the suburbs and like have a decent paycheck. Like he, it's it's sort of like an anti hustle song almost. Um, he's a full grown man now is, dealing with grown. Yeah. Grown yeah. He's like, <laughs> I looked him up and he's like 28 now, you know, like he's not, he's not exactly like old enough to where he really has to start worrying about it, but you can tell he's like, he's just hitting that point in your twenties where you're like, should I be more stable? Should I be doing more stuff? <laughs> is this the right career for me? Maybe I think he's on a perfect trajectory, but you can tell that that's where like this album is starting to like lean a little bit. Um, but he's cool too. It's an easily digestible uh, album. I suggest everyone to check it out. He has not a single song, I think longer than a minute 50. So it also, what? it feels like, yeah, it's like, I don't know, man. It's like hip hop, pop music, hip hop, like for the modern age or for like the Instagram generation or whatever. Uh, <laughs> Shortened titch span hip hop. I get it. <laughs> it's like, yeah. 
uh, <laughs> I'm listening to something that, like, honestly, I feel like you guys have really cool picks. Mine is pure, like, candy. I started listening to it out is. of nowhere. Uh, Dua Lipa featuring the baby uh, levitating. It, you know what it is? Is the song feels like a summer party song. And I think after being stuck in the house for like over a year, I'm ready to be out and with the shits. Like I'm ready. Yeah. This song yep. feels like you could play this on the beach <laughs> at a brunch spot. You can be in Europe and this song comes on and everyone's having a vibe. And I'm ready for the vibes. Give me the give me all the fun vibes. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. That's how I was feeling about that uh, when that Silk, was it that Silk Sonic song dropped? Am, uh, mm. You know, Bruno Mars and uh, Andrew yes. Pac. When that oh. song dropped, I was just like, man, we haven't had like a fun, sexy feeling in a while. I it's know. Like, it's been a year of not really having that. I'm here <laughs> for it. When I heard that song, all I would do, I would sing to my girlfriend, like, <laughs> if she's doing something, I would just scream, leave the door open. And it, it got real old real fast, but I still love it. I don't care. <laughs> like that. Yeah, and so that good. Justin Bieber Peaches song. Is it Peaches? What is it called? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Some Justin Bieber got some song that is so smooth. I'm like, who? I had to question who it was at one point. I was like, this is good. Was it? I think it's Peaches. Like, yeah, some... yeah. Yeah, Peaches. It is Peaches. Yes. I like it. It's smooth. Real different vibe than that, the 90s the 90s Peaches by Presidents of the United States of America. <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> that was yeah. like goofy, dumb rock. And now Bieber, Bieber's bringing Peaches back to the mainstream in you know? just like sex. There's also, there was also that famous song uh, from, was it Jacket? Was it Jacket? 112, Peaches and Cream. I remember growing up. Oh, and yeah, I Peaches understand, and Cream. I didn't understand the lyrics, but now as a grown man, I'm like, ooh, that was a, that was a that was a nasty song. That was a nasty song that was on the radio. Yeah. Oof. That was definitely one of the songs when you're a kid, you you don't know how nasty it is. Um and oof, yeah. I used you to sing it. LL Cool J doing it and not knowing. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. I thought it was a cool song. I had no clue what was happening. I was like doing it and doing it and doing it well. It made sense. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> you know, we were talking about this on the pod recently because I was I was listening to I was in a TLC hole. And um, it's like I used to just sing along to Red Light Special all the mm-hmm. time. Like that was like my I would be everywhere with like my disc man. Just listen to the sexiest. <laughs> you didn't know. Album of 1994. And I I really just did. I mean, like I knew it was romantic, but I didn't know it was dirty. You know what I mean? <laughs> Until you sing it around an adult and they're like, what did you just say? And it's like, and I was like on, you man. bought me this album. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I was like every Usher song. It was like, man, I don't know what this means, but you remind me of a girl that I once knew. It's all classic. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, this is a preview of the song that you chose today. Um, but I was like looking up the, that genre, like Usher's genre, right? And mm-hmm. I was looking up kind of like top top 90s R&B artists. And this one list had them broken down by like subgenre. And, mm. you know, many of, the, like, many of these names they had, I'd like never thought of or heard of. But they called... Usher's genre, uh, the Mr. Steer man, man slash Casanova genre. That was like his subgenre of R and B, and I was that like, "That is very accurate." <laughs> that makes sense, Mr. Steer Man. Like, I, you know, that's what he. There was one song I remember very vividly. He had a song called "My Way," and in the music video, yeah. a non-famous Tyrese plays the boyfriend of the girl. That Usher is taken in the video. 
And I'm like, the mere fact that years later, this dude is now in Fast and the Furious and no one even probably remembers he was a singer, you know? Yeah. Because Usher, because I mean, it was a Tyrese, it was a That's rocker. Wild. He had like a lip piercing. He was a, it was a whole different dude then. No. Yes. <laughs> he, he had like, he had a little pointed stud rocker. Dude, Usher's smooth as hell, but I don't know if he's taking Tyrese's girl. You know L- what I mean? Like, that's also a tough, Listen, tough reality. It's, it, it was, it was, it was the prime time of I'm famous, so you got to be in this video and I'm going to take your girl in the video. Like, that, <laughs> like it's a prime time, I'm going to do whatever I want. It's like being in a Diddy video. Diddy going to be the richest, coolest yeah. brother in there. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. Off screen, off screen, he's like the businessman producer, right? He's he's not that cool. <laughs> uh, you know, always in the music video. videos. Take that, we take gotta that. bring him back. Take that, take that, take that. I love that. Yeah. He was flashy. He was so flashy. <laughs> I dug it. Take that, take that. I feel like his videos made him. Those, I mean, like those were those were so huge. Well, I think that's the beauty like of moments, music, especially at like that point in time. You know? Yeah, because you can project whoever you want to be. Like I feel like when you're when you're an actor, you're kind of like. Got to get the part, and then if you're famous enough, you kind of can be cool. But like with stand up and with music, like rappers will literally say, "I'm the greatest that ever lived," and then eventually people may say, "You know what? He's right. He's the best." You know, like uh, it's just something so interesting yeah. when you get to become and just stamp who you are, and you got control over it. Yeah, I mean, you're an actor, and it's like if you got offered a if you got offered a breakout role where you were like an asshole or a weirdo or like a loser Mm -hmm. you're you're taking that role and you might be in that you might be in that for years like that's what people are going to know of you and maybe they find out it's like a surprising fun fact that you're draw and you're cool you know what i mean but like (laughs) you don't get to show up to the casting office to be like hey here's the only roles i'm taking (laughs) listen make me a cool guy (laughs) i've been arrested on network tv three times but my only network tv credits is being arrested and then I was, I was talking to one of our comedy partners and I was like, man, it would be really nice to get on network TV and not be the guy, either like the, the thug caught in the wrong place, the thug with a heart, mm-hmm. or the militant thug who deserves to get arrested. I was like, it'd be nice just to be on there as a school teacher who cares about some kids, but the kids, they just don't see, they don't see <laughs> how important they can be themselves. So I'm there to teach them. <laughs> Let me be yeah. let me be Absolutely. let me be uh uh Michelle Pfeiffer <laughs> and um was it Dangerous Minds? Let me just go into the hood and save some kids. <laughs> That's all I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I uh, no, I mean absolutely, absolutely. Um dude, that reminds me, I mean that reminds me of your show, you know. We'll get well obviously we'll shout out in the plug section, but if anyone but, is not familiar with Draw's podcast, uh Black Man Can't Jump in Hollywood, uh I feel like you explore, you guys explore this stuff all the time. Um, and it's literally worthy of an entire podcast. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we try to, but that podcast, man, it is ruining movies for me. It's like, you know, you know, you ever hear that saying? It's like, once that third eye gets open, now I can't not see stuff when I'm watching movies. I'm like, why have her say that? Did she really need to have this tank top mm-hmm. on the whole movie? Why does brother keep saying that's right? Like, no one talks like that. Like, it just ruins everything. <laughs> Every yeah. time I watch a movie now, and it's oh like an God. archaeologist <laughs> or a scientist, but the woman has on like a low cut tank top running in the rain. I'm like, she? Why? Why is this mm-hmm. computer scientist in a goddamn tank top? Uh, but uh, 
Dude, just the only thing I remember about the only thing I remember about Jurassic World was that woman in heels the whole time running through the jungle. Bruh. <laughs> that's like, Bruh. Well, that's my only takeaway from that movie. <laughs> Not only does she run, she outruns a T Rex. She outruns a T Rex <laughs> in heels. What in the? Oh man, so, I was watching that thinking like this is a hot mess. This is a hot mess. And then in the second movie, they made sure to show you when she laced up some boots. It was a tight shot of her putting on boots. I was like, all right, mm-hmm. I get it. Y'all know people were making fun of y'all. <laughs> well, somebody made a, a YouTube video that was like uh, Jurassic Park, but all of the dinosaurs wearing heels. Hilarious. <laughs> it's Jurassic Park trailer. It's amazing because you just hear them clicking around. That's so funny. See, then I'm never scared. I'm never scared. Also, yeah. as everyone knows, Velociraptors aren't that big. I remember when I was uh, 15 or something oh, and yeah. discovered that. I was like, my world has been a lie. This is all a lie. But They're just like, they're just like kind of bigger turkeys. That's like yes. sort of what they look like. They're, they're so small. And they're not that big. So small. They're I mean, smart. they definitely fuck me up. I don't, I don't think I'm like strong enough to fend one off, but they're not as terrifying as the yeah. movies make them out to be, you know? If it's, if it's two of them, you can kick both of them. <laughs> If it's a pack, you get eaten. That's how I see it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I couldn't even take a turkey. The turkey came and attacked me. Uh, yeah, turkeys can it. turkeys can mess you up if they really yeah. want to. And you got to touch the turkey. That's People a whole don't realize. Thing. Nobody wants to touch a turkey. <laughs> don't nobody want to touch a turkey. <laughs> nah, anybody try to do that. <laughs> I think about most. There's like a, I think about a lot of barnyard animals. You know, farm animals. You're like, oh, this one's cute. That one's cute. Whatever. And like any animal bigger than a dog smells awful. And I feel like people don't acknowledge that enough when they're talking about the animals that they are endeared to. It's like <laughs> most things just smell terrible. You know what I mean? And they're ter- they're disgusting. Yeah. You Honestly, don't want that. you don't want that. My grandmother had a farm. And she had um, chickens and stuff like that, and pigs, and it was just the smells. My oh, the slop! It was just the ugh, the worst. And I'm like, this is what we eat. I eat this. Mm. <laughs> mm. It's a harsh reality. Yeah, I got to be better. I need you to feed my turkeys gourmet. <laughs> gourmet turks. <laughs> uh, back to back to back to smoother affairs though. Okay. What is the song that you want to talk about today? The song I want to talk about is a classic. I think it's 1992. Yeah, the 1992 classic that is still played in commercials today. As a matter of fact, Montel Jordan's "This Is How We Do It." Now, I will tell you about I this mean, song. I remember being in kindergarten or first grade. And I remember I had a friend who was determined to learn the rap section of the song. And then I learned the whole song. And I used to work on this show, um, uh, Wildin' Out. And we always have a musical guest. So for like six seasons, I kept saying we need to have Montel Jordan on the show. I end up leaving the show because Astronomy Club gets uh, a show. In the very same season I leave, they have a throwback episode with Montel Jordan on the show singing This Is How We Do It. And I was furious. Furious. It's a classic, man. That hurts. That is brutal. That hurts. Oh, my goodness. That that is so I mean, this is a song... The, you know, I don't. If you were, if you were, if you could breathe during when this song came out, the year this song came out, you heard this song. Like yes. this was an inescapable jam, I think. And it is still. I mean, I'm sure maybe maybe like 
I don't know if Gen Z's caught on to it yet, but I feel like even in for like, you know, anyone our age and above, it's like this is a it's a it's a almost like a must have nostalgic throwback song, which is why yeah. you, you get an episode of Wild and Out about it. Yeah, and it's funny, show, you know, because it was it, it was I'm trying to look it up right now. It was definitely in a commercial that I saw maybe two weeks ago and on. Oh, and it also was on another <laughs> show. It was on a Subway commercial, a Jackson Hewitt commercial. It's one of those things where <laughs> I just imagine, you know, what is it like to make one classic track? It's like a track, because I was debating between three songs. Four, four. My favorite mm-hmm. songs, this is how we do it. Um, Summertime by um, Fresh Prince and Jazzy Jeff. Today Was a Good Day by Ice Cube. Yeah. And then the fourth song is Back That Thing Up by Juvenile. And I feel like all four of those songs, if they come on, <laughs> especially Back That Thing Up, I don't even care if you were born when it came out. It feels like people just know what to, <laughs> like your body just knows how to move to yeah. it. You know? Yeah. There's something very, uh, there's something very innate about that song. It's like, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it just, it just, it, I mean, it gives you the directions, you know? Yeah. And then I think this is how we do it. It just gives you like a party vibe like i like I, i'm very big on feel good stuff like clearly when i was talking about like dual leapers like i'm big mm-hmm. on like i know lyrics and music can be deep and stuff like that but i need to forget all the bad stuff in life and just give me this moment to just act crazy with my friends and just have a good time you know yeah i mean it's super important like and everyone has that i think it's one of the probably primary things about music that people enjoy even if you're like a big music fan and you like, that's not what you talk about all the time. You know, like some yeah. people want to be deep and they want to like get whatever it's like, but that doesn't mean they don't also just have the escapism of music. It's like, mm-hmm. that's almost probably the most common feature of people who, who listen to, to whatever they listen to, you know? Um, but dude, this song is definitely a good time. And I think, I think why it gets used in commercials, right? Is cause like you have this super repetitive thing. That's just, if you just put it on paper, the chorus is just this is how we do it this is how we do it this, right it's yep, like yeah it's, it's just like any brand that wants to communicate to somebody like we have a way of operating <laughs> this is exactly the words we want to say and if the song's been out long enough to be disassociated from bump and grind then it's safe yeah. to use and yeah. like like maybe when it was hot you couldn't really use it because it's like people have they're like oh people are out dancing to this song right now like people yeah. are getting dirty to this song but now so many years removed, it's just like, you know, it's innocent again. It's it's sort of just like, yeah, yeah, yeah that song. So yeah, any like brand that. can just like throw that chorus into a song and they're like, yeah, this is the Geico way. Or whatever, <laughs> you know? I, I never thought about that. The innocence of it all. I think you're right. Now it's just fun. This is how we do yeah. that. It's just fun. It just, I never thought, yeah, yeah. it's innocent. It's like, yeah, it's cute. It's cute now. Oh man! Now I'm playing it in my headphones. Dude, everything, everything like wears off how dirty it is. <laughs> it's so good. It's innocent, but also it's so like good. it's it's nice that it's responsible because in uh, the lyric, the first set of the lyrics, uh, he says, "Designated driver, take the keys to my truck." Like, look at that! You're going out. You're partying. You're drinking. You're handing your keys mm-hmm, away. Mm-hmm. You're having fun. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. Overall, yeah. positive example. And you know what? He's he's cost effective as well because reach for my 40. Like he's not he exactly. he's not out here <laughs> spending a bunch of money on like whiskey and fancy tequila and mezcal. No, 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 no. My man is going to 7-Eleven or Bodega 
or a corner store and getting a 40 ounce, you know, getting a nice little 40 bounce for like four or five dollars. Okay. Cost yeah. effective, you know, drinking on a budget. That's what he's out here doing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, like, let's let's not forget. Right. I think this is like his first album. Mm. He's a young dude. And so it's like he's got to be, you know, he doesn't have the money yet. He's Mm -mm. he probably was had only been featured on a few things before he dropped this. And then this made him for the rest of his life, dude. And this is at a time when you actually can get paid off of like, I just hope he has. Oh, yeah. I hope he helped write it or something to make sure like he keeps getting these checks because like this, this thing is still making money. And also I think so much about like how hard it must be for an artist today, because when this came out, you had the album, you had the singles, people had to buy physical copies of it, which was a big deal. Like um, how, how platinum was this? Was this, a, did this go platinum? It just had to have went platinum. Hold on. I'm trying to figure out the, uh, no, don't just tell me the lyrics that this is how we do it. I know the lyrics. <laughs> I know it by heart. Um, yeah, like this song is platinum. Like that's crazy. Yeah, it's big time. I was thinking about this too. Uh, I don't know if you like ever kept up with him, but in my mind, when I hear the name Montel Jordan, right? Like I'm like, oh yeah, staple of '90s R&B, like mm-hmm. mid '90s and on, maybe. Like mm-hmm. I think about him, and I'm just like, he kind of was like there that whole era. And then I was looking him up the other day, uh, like about this song specifically, and I was like, he never really like had another hit really mm-hmm. this big but he's but i don't feel like he's known as a one-hit wonder either like he somehow like yeah. had his biggest hit and then like sort of just stayed in the mix for yeah. a long time because he had another song i remember and it wasn't that big honestly i remember the song because like this is not this one i know i was growing up because he had a song called yeah. less ride i think with like with oh uh, yeah master p i think that was or or silk the shocker maybe? or oh, it was a master p song yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe it was a Master P song. But I just remember, I remember the video, and I remember going. It was like women dancing, and I was like, I remember being young and going, I don't know what's happening, but I love <laughs> this video. Like I, I remember openly being like, I love this yeah. video. Um, yeah. Let's rap. Was that a Master P song? Uh, yeah, that was rap. Master P and Silk the Shocker. I think. Yeah, I think it had both of them on it. Yeah, and that was '98, so you were a little older. You know, it's like you, you know yeah. more. You know more then. Yeah, I was like, I was figuring it out, man, you know? <laughs> I was going to say that was also his highest charting album, Let's Ride. So not oh, even wow. the, uh, Damn. I think that hit 20. That first one? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, some, well, sometimes that'll happen with the album because if you're more established, you'll, like, debut higher, even yeah. if you have, like, a single on your debut album that mm. is, like, nuts. You, you The album itself might not sell as many copies because no yeah. one's heard of you. Man. Yeah. I was here. I was here for it. I was here for Let's Ride. You were here. I still, I still play. This is how we do it when I run. Um, mm-hmm. when I'm going on a run, like it's still. That's a really good running song. It is. It's just a good vibe. It's just a good vibe. I was gonna say the vibe is is right because that I think the sample that's used has been in like three or four other songs. Like it's a it's a relatively popular sample. Uh, because it's just has it has that forward. I feel like uh, I don't know. It it drives without feeling forceful, which is like yeah. such a sweet spot. And it's like one of those great, like I don't know. Again, I, I'm really big on songs that can um, change your mood for the better. Like I know sometimes, like mm-hmm. when you're in a sad mood, there's songs that you you listen to that kind of like make you feel sadder for some reason. But also, I think there's songs that can either hype you up when you want to get hype, 
or songs that can pick you up when you're like feeling kind of down. Like when I hear this is how we do it, it feels like sunshine. You know, if it like the, if I had to describe the song, yeah. it'd be like the song is sunny. It's like a bright sunny day. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. that's why I like that thing. I, I feel like it's the type of song where if it comes on, uh, maybe not. You know, if it's on your headphones because you're going for a run. But if this song comes on in in the wild, I feel like yes. everyone looks around to see if everyone else is also hearing this song that's on because it it is. It's like it's just like that. Everyone has, I don't know, it, it has a shared, a shared reaction and it is like the sun coming out. Like everyone's like, oh, check this out. Like we're all enjoying this, right? <laughs> Wait, do y'all ever do this? I'm also one of the people that like if that song or a song I really like comes on at like a bar or a coffee shop or something. And, and, and for me, it is a banger, but I'd look around to see if anyone else enjoys it. And if no one else is like singing or dancing, I get mad. Like you don't even understand what this is. <laughs> you don't This is a classic. Show some respect, pop your head. <laughs> feel it in your soul. I feel like I feel like my reaction for that is I just kind of like, okay, well, you're wrong. And then I'm like angry, but doing this. <laughs> you know, it's like, and it's well, not, the right, not, gonna it's not the right it. mood. It's not the right mood to be in. It's not sending the right message, but it is, it's like I'm I'm not happy with all of you, but I have to enjoy this song somehow. Yeah, oh yeah. But see, I'm one of the people, I'm petty, so I'm gonna enjoy it even more. I'm like, if I see people not dancing, I'm definitely bobbing my head. Like, are you? Singing the lyrics, it's like you gonna feel this song, damn it! You know, I'm definitely that dude. I'm definitely that dude. Oh my goodness! Hit the point where you're like staring them in the eye, going, "I'm watching you. Do you see me? Yeah, because I see yes. you not. Yes. Or, or if you find somebody else who um enjoys it, and you kind of see them across the room, and you connect, like, yeah. You get it. You get it. And now it's like you got a friend, even though you've never met this person in your life. Oh, yeah. Like, I love, I, I think music has, I think music, it, it can connect people in a way like that, where it's like, it doesn't matter the race or gender or age. It's like, a song is a song, you know? A good song is a good song. Something you play at a cookout. Yeah, that's such a good feeling. And like, um, yeah, Pat. Yeah, I was just going to say, it's such a good feeling when you have that moment in public, especially now when like, like you were saying before, none of us have left our homes really like to have like those moments of interaction is always great and like somebody i was at trader joe's the other day and somebody like came up to me and approached me because like they they like the band that was on my hoodie and it was just like (laughs) a conversation with a stranger and my eyes lit up and i was like oh my god i missed that i missed all of this yeah I i miss like what this song is about just you know hanging out and having fun a sunny day that's yeah. it man like i miss i'm like but i do think but i guess for me right now i'm very curious to see what this summer brings i feel like it might be just i don't know i think people have a lot of like i just want to party have a good time i think it'd be a lot of good vibes and i think you're going to hear a lot of i my, my theory is you're going to hear a lot of mixture of like old 90s party songs but then like a lot of like mm-hmm. these pop hip-hop fusion songs that kind of like um bridge the gap a little bit because i think people now honestly just want to have fun you know like uh Mm -hmm. they just want to they just want to break you know the world's tough man it's still tough i think we all just want like just give me a second to forget and just enjoy this you know that's all i want yeah yeah 
Heck yeah. No, we this tend to leave like me. we tend to leave YouTube <laughs> on the TV like tiny desks and whatever, and the YouTube algorithm just slowly pushes us to Dua Lipa over time, which is great. It's just endless Dua Lipa coming through. It's funny because I even think about uh Dua Lipa, like I, I do like that song a lot. But it is that classic pop song that I feel like real musicians hate, whereas like this song is manufactured just to be a radio hit. And I'm like, yeah, this sounds very produced, but also <laughs> it worked. It's, it's, it, the goal of making a party pop song for the radio has succeeded. You put a famous rapper on it to give it a little bit of credibility. I'm like, I'm here for it. And I think that's what I think that's what this is how I do it does It's like. Montel Jordan probably at the time couldn't afford a feature. So on that third verse, he just raps it himself. Like he just does it. It's like, it is. Right. I'm going to say this. He right. was Drake before Drake. Rapping and singing before Drake did it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say it. Put that on record. So when I get famous, oh, that is on record. record. There you go. Put it on the record. It from, the, from the rooftops. <laughs> I think that'll be our first piece of merch. Yeah, he does it. He raps a bunch, I think, on that first album. He does, and he does yeah. it like inter, intermixing music. Yeah, singing. And it's so, it feels so like uh, listening back now, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's kind of normal and doesn't feel that crazy. And then I'm thinking about it at the time, I was like, that wasn't that wasn't that common of like, mm-hmm. you know, that era of R&B at all. You always got features. And then I feel like People, like some people were maybe known for it and that's why it was like their trick was that they could do both or they or they were rappers who could also sing but it was not i don't know it, it seemed to be like i was like that flew under the radar at the time that he was doing both uh i like it you know i like it or people just didn't like him but i think <laughs> i think it was <laughs> or they maybe they didn't like his rap you know but he seemed he seemed to hold his own i don't know yeah i, I think he's great I was i was listening back and i was like he's good yeah I, I think he's, he's totally good. I think he's so fun. I think he's like, I don't know. I think he's so fun. Um, also, it's one of those things where I think, I think if he would have came out now with this kind of like party rap R and B kind of energy, he would have been a little bit more successful than he was back then. So I think when he came out, we were transitioning from. I think hip hop was still like kind of confused. It was still. That party kind of vibe was ending a little bit. We were getting a little bit into like, was this 95, 96? Like Biggie Pac were really yeah. big. Then we get into like the Diddy era and the shiny mm-hmm. suits after that. But if you would have came out now where there's more of a acceptance of more styles, I think he would have he would have hit. He would have hit hard. Right. Mm-hmm. He would have real real hard. Yeah, I think so for sure. This so uh we mentioned this earlier, but this is your go-to karaoke song. Oh, by it, far. That feels go-to. like it is in the service, in the service of getting the room up, getting everybody there to have an amazing time. You know, like some people know they do the song that they know they can sing. They do the song that Ugh. they think is like, imp- I don't know, or like they, they do the song that they're co- the one song they like feel comfortable with or whatever. And I feel like you are doing a service to the people in the room by yes. putting on the song that's going to make everybody have a good time. Yes. Do you know what I hate in karaoke? I hate the person that can sing or sing a little bit and they bust out some boring ass ballad. And I'm like, why do I want to hear you sing some ballad? Just so we can be like, oh, look, you can sing. That's not what karaoke is about. Karaoke is about living out your rock star pop lifestyle. So get off the mic 
I hate it. I hate it. It's like when you out here singing a song that's just for you, get the crowd <laughs> going, man. Sing some sing some back streets back. Get me feeling good. You know what I mean? I want mm-hmm. those tunes. Mm-hmm. Damn ballads. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> Damn ballads. Get out of here. Official note. No no ballads at karaoke. All right, folks. Absolutely get out of here. If you do, Mandate. you should be kicked out. You should be kicked out because this is the thing. No one wants to hear it if you can sing. And no offense, if you just had a breakup or you're sad, now we're all going to feel real bad for you that you're singing this song because clearly it's a deeper meaning. So just don't, don't do it. Or if you do, unplug the mic. Like, unconnect the wireless. Like, skip. Yeah. Skip. Don't give me control because I'm going to skip. <laughs> don't <give me> <laughs> It is not like it, I think in in regards to what you were saying earlier about, you know, like you want to escape, you want to. It's like, let's just acknowledge that if you are not feeling great and you want to go through something, mm-hmm. but you get invited to karaoke, that is not the place to do it. That no, is no. the place to choose something to let you forget, oh, forget yeah. the sadness for a few minutes to really like brighten your spirits, you know, and like. And then be outside of how maybe you're feeling day to day right then. Mm-hmm. That is the, that is, you got to use it like you're using a dumb pop song. You got to use it like you're using a party song. Yeah. You know? Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah. I, 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 cause again, you want people to feel good. Yeah. 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 There is one time that I have been cut off in karaoke <laughs> and I stand by this. I think it's it is a bad idea, and I'm gonna lose some friends out of this. I think, but uh, we went to we were at a bar in Chicago, and the bar was empty, and they had a karaoke thing set up, and so I had put in a request for Daft Punk's "Around the World," which ah nice. At the time, I thought it was hysterical because the bar was empty. It was me and two of our friends. That's it. <laughs> by the time the request list came around. Uh, the bar had filled up and he put on the album version of Around the World, which is like seven minutes long, which means the phrase Around the uh-huh. World gets repeated probably about 200 times. Uh, <laughs> and he <laughs> he cut me off and played me off with like string music like as if I was going over on like an Oscar speech or something like yeah. that. Uh, mm. It did not go well and I learned my lesson, but um. I'll I'll include that to the the ballad list of no goes. Yeah, yeah. Something that's like seven minutes long and incredibly repetitive is also not a good karaoke song, even if it's a fun dance song. Yeah. <laughs> no, I learned. I learned real quick. Yeah, yeah. So I think we're on like I love this kind of like a, we're we're talking about this thing of just like escape, right? Like f- life's fucking hard sometimes, and you just wanna you wanna forget about it for a minute. What else do you tend to do, Draw? that's like in that same vein of like, you know, you just need to do something for you. You just got to feel good. Man, I'm big on like, like, you know, like I will say COVID was really hard because I'm big on like three things, like hanging out with my friends, either going to the gym or the movies. And like those three mm-hmm. things were instantly taken away. Mm-hmm. But what I did discover is like, honestly, putting on some headphones and just walking mm-hmm. was great. It's like not like I'm talking about like not even with a destination in mind, but it's like yo, if it's it's nice yeah. out or nice enough to walk without freezing, and just putting on like some headphones and just going, dude, it is it is 
it was a lifesaver. Like that's so that's now my new thing. It's like let me go on a run, a walk, and like just blast some movie, some music. Like right now, like today, I went on a run and just blasted some DMX, and I was like, yeah, that's mm-hmm. next thing you know, you're you're running hard for no reason just because the song picked up a little bit. Like I love that kind of vibe. Um, yeah, that is a good feeling. <laughs> was running was running a habit before COVID, or is that something you got yourself into afterwards? Because um. I was in LA and LA, we had everything shut down, man. Like we, like gyms just opened for us like middle end of March. So it was like, there was, you couldn't do anything else. So I was like, all right. And the weather was nice enough that I'm like, yeah, at least I can attempt to do this. Um, But no, I I don't like running. It's one of those things where it's like, I do it because, (laughs) you know, sometimes I feel like I should be running and not walking, but uh, it it is solely out of necessity. It's like when you get yeah, older, you got to yeah. get new activities. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, no, I I tried running. And every time I try running, I'm like, this is the time I'm going to get into it. Uh, but yeah, this song is so good for running playlists. Um, I had... Like, there's never a time. No, <laughs> but there are some songs that, like, I think at least help push you to, like, keep going a tiny bit longer. Like, I had one running playlist mm-hmm. with Rhythm... Rhythm is a dancer on it. And that song came on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can go another couple minutes. Uh, just get through this track. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Rhythm is a dancer. That's classic. That's a pump up song. I mean, I remember I had, I've probably talked about it on the show before. And in fifth grade, I had this, this compilation album, a thing of the time uh, called ultimate dance party, 1997. And holy shit, man. I think if I listen to that now, I might be able to run for the entire hour of the album. It's mm. it's just like all songs exactly like that, Pat. I love it. <laughs> Draw, thank you so much for joining us, man. This is oh, what a brother, joy. Thank you. Thank what a dan- you. This is a yeah. joy. N- never in my life did I think I was going to have an opportunity to just talk about this is how we do it in detail. <laughs> <laughs> we, you know, we recommend everybody... Uh, maybe begin, maybe end their day with a song uh, as good as as like brightening as this is how we do it. If not the very song, why not? You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. How can uh, what do you got to plug, man? How can people uh, keep up with you? Let's see what we got. Um, please listen to my podcast at what is it? Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. You know, like Evan said earlier, mm-hmm. you know, we break down movies uh, with leading black actors and just actors of color and determine how they help. Um, start the conversation and show a little bit of how race is perceived in Hollywood. Uh, got a sketch show on Netflix. Hopefully, it's moving somewhere else soon. Wink, wink. Um, but you can check that out on Netflix. It's called Ooh. Astronomy Club, the sketch show. Um, and yeah, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Gerard Milligan. That's J E R A H M I L L I G A N. Hell yeah. Uh, I think that's it. Like, I'll be honestly. That's the most I've ever promoted because I suck at um <laughs> I suck at stuff and then my company partners were like, "Well, did you promote the show?" And I'm like, "Damn, I forgot to plug it. I forgot to plug." It. <laughs> we're not gonna let you forget to plug it. It that it it is my favorite movie podcast. So I I'm a oh thank a you fan man. And I got to tell everyone to listen to it. You know it. You know it. And um you if you like sketch comedy, definitely check out Astronomy Club Absolutely. on Netflix. Uh, Truly, you get, you all crushed it. Thanks, and, man. We're just fighting algorithms. And that's all. <laughs> I know. Hey, that's that's how it goes. That's how it goes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, oof, I hate it. You can keep you can keep up with us with this show at Repeater Show on Twitter and Instagram. You can also check out 
uh, our website, repeater.show. Whoa, check that out. Cool URL. Um, and this season, uh, we're donating to uh, a great cause with each episode. Uh, and this, this, uh, this episode, we're going to be donating to Streetwatch LA, which helps a lot of unhoused folks and fights for tenants' rights in the city of Los Angeles. So if those things speak to you, if you're the type of person that likes to stand up for uh, unhoused folks and your tenants' rights, please go donate there as well. Um, we would really appreciate it. I think that's it for the show. Draw once again, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thank thanks. you. All right, everybody. Until next time, hit repeat. Repeater is hosted by Evan Ford Barden and Patrick Cartelli. Visit us online at repeater.show for live dates, hot music tips, and show archives. Theme music by the Sun Lions. Everything else by Love Nest Productions. Welcome to Repeater. That sounds good, draw. Yeah, that sounds great.